It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is November Today is November 3rd, 2015. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, sir. Great to be with you. All right. Just a reminder, joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, uh, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV with the State of Maryland. Once again, welcome, sir. Great to be here. All right. Now, Bill, tell us a little about that big Veterans Day event that Andrews that you're going to be speaking at. November the 11th, uh, Veterans Day at and, uh, Joint Base Andrews uh, in Maryland. Uh, for the past three years, we've had a Veterans Day program there, and we've been able to attract the attention of the uh, the command structure at uh, at the highest levels at Andrews, and also folks from the Department of Defense. I'm going to have a ten. Uh, to 15 minute segment and I'm going to be talking about suicides the 22 a day that we lose it's going to be a great program Gary it sounds like it and and this isn't the first uh, year you did it right no we're, we're, it. this is the, for me this is year three now three all right all right. Just to say a couple of words about last week's show, we had Scotty D. Deathridge, executive director for uh, and co-founder, actually, of Honoring Americans Warriors. This organization was created to assist families who, upon the death of their loved ones, who has served our country the opportunity to have augmented military honors when the family deems that the legislated two uh, man flagpole is not enough. They also provide indoor and outdoor activities for all our veterans who cope with anxiety, anxiety, I can't even talk, <laughs> anxiety and depression that could lead to veteran suicides. If you missed last week's show, be sure to listen to the archive show on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Now, uh, Bill, we have a couple. You actually have a couple articles, um, and one of them being that the Department of Veterans Affairs is studying changes to disability ratings for obstructive uh, sleep apnea. What's going on with those changes, Bill? Well, well, absolutely, uh, Gary. This is a uh, a, uh, a a an ailment that many of us have uh, uh, have problems with. And but it, uh, the VA requires a lot of evidence. In a lot of cases, we can't produce what they're looking for, but the, the issues are there. And the other thing is that there's no middle ground in the VA mathematics or arithmetic that we've been talking about in the last three shows. If they, if you're determined and rated to to have a, a sleep apnea, the initial rating starts out at fifty percent, and I'm sure they're looking at from the cost cutting end of that uh, angle also. All right. Now, you also mentioned about the federal program encourages veterans to continue to serve after coming back. What's well, that all about? 
Absolutely, uh, Gary, and the emphasis and the operative word there is to serve, not necessarily in uniform, but we've been trained to serve. We can remove the uh, the uh, the military uniform and serve as a civilian. As a matter of fact, the uh, 2009 Serve America Act directs the Corporation for National Community Service to place emphasis on veterans so they can come back and continue to serve in uh, such organizations as the uh, 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 America Corps and the Senior Corps. So uh, if you love serving uh, and volunteering and getting paid, uh, there's the opportunity. Yeah, definitely. And I didn't realize that, uh, you know, volunteering is actually slipping away for the last couple of years. And just over 25% of the U.S. population over age 16, which is about 62.8 million people, reported volunteering at least once last year, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. That's, a, that's uh, still a pretty big number. Yeah, okay. good area to tap into. Yes, definitely. Now, also, um, uh, hopefully in the very near future, there's what they call expansion of VETS, online shopping privileges. Um, is that in effect yet, Bill? Uh, it's being just giving very strong consideration now to make online shopping available into the exchanges throughout uh, our, our military community. And why not? Everybody else is doing it online at home. And so, uh, you know, the, uh, the Department of Defense is saying, let's consider this idea for those who have served and to be able to shop from the comforts of their home. Yes, all right, all right. All right, Bill, why don't we get to our guest? Why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? Well, our, our, our guest today is no stranger. Major Zachary Kinney is the Family Services Counselor at Fort Lincoln's uh, Cemetery in Washington, the District of Columbia. Major Kinney is a retired U.S. Air Force major who served on active duty with the United States Air Force from May 1st, 1984 to May 1st, 2004. During that term, he served as a JAG officer uh, with the Judge Advocate uh, General and a military lawyer. He has served as a base-level prosecutor and as a special assistant United States attorney in charge of the magistrate's court at Dover, Air Force Base, Delaware. From September 1996 to 2000, Major Kinney served as the Air Force tort lawyer. He also served as an area defense counsel. Major Kinney is a decorated veteran who has written several books, law review, and newspaper articles on criminal law and procedure. He serves as the chairman of the Criminal Justice Department at Everest College in Arlington, Virginia. Uh, he is the Judge Advocate General uh, in the District of Columbia's Defense Force, serving with the rank of uh, Colonel. Major Kinney is also a contract instructor for the U.S. Department States Department of State's International Law Enforcement Academy in Roswell, New Mexico. Again. Let us ma welcome Major Kenny to the American Heroes Network Radio. Welcome, sir. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, good to be back again. All right. 
Well, Major Kenny, can you tell us, uh, tell, actually, um, uh, what can you tell us about the veterans who serve this country honorably and about his or her veteran burial benefits, which is, it seems like every time you mention something like this, they don't want to talk about it or they turn away. This is something very important. And uh, as far as the burial benefits and what their connection, what's your connection to the, all this? Okay, first of all, with respect to the veteran burial benefits, it is true that the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs does have uh, a limited uh, veteran burial benefits uh, program um, as part of its, its uh, benefits program in general. Um, the program, as I indicated, is limited in that um, uh, unlike uh, what uh, a lot of vets think, um, the fact of the matter is, and in truth, the program is will not take care of all the burial benefits of a veteran. Um, it takes care of some benefits, uh, burial and cremation, um, but uh, it's limited and uh, has to be dealt with and, and determined on a case-by-case basis by the VA whether or not a veteran is entitled to receive any of those benefits. All right. Now, is that the, is that the big... Is- big myth about uh, the burial benefits uh, as far as, uh, you know, what we get, what we don't? Yeah, um, a recent survey uh, that was conducted shows that 60% of veterans polled believe that the VA pays funeral, cremation, and cemetery expenses for all veterans. That, that's floating around the veteran community around the country. Um, and we're seeing it here in the, um, the funeral and cemetery industry. Uh, because a lot of veterans, uh, when we run across them, uh, they're saying, hey, I don't need to pre-plan. I don't need to do anything. Uncle Sam got me covered. Um, gonna, I'm a vet, and they're going to take care of everything. And I said, no, that's not absolutely true. Um, you need to sit down with us, and uh, we need to talk to you to help you out because that's just not the case. And then we're finding that a lot of the vets don't uh, take any steps to protect themselves uh, when, you know, for the inevitable. Uh, and the reason why is because they're operating with this myth. Um, the program is a limited program, it, unfortunately, and it, it does not um, take care of all of the, the benefits uh, or the, um, the expenses associated with cremation and burial uh, when we're coming and talking about a vet. And who's liable for that, that difference? The family, correct? Absolutely, the veteran's family. Yeah. And the reason why is because it, when, you, when you wipe away the, the myth about uh, the VA burial benefits being total, complete, and and for all veterans, what you what you get is uh, a regular uh, citizen who's uh, confronted with uh, the costs involved with dying, death, and dying. Um, the cost of a casket, caskets are not free unless you died on active duty. Um, then the military will pay for your your casket for free. But if you didn't die while on active duty. Well, you're gonna to have to pay for your own uh, casket. A lot of a lot of vets run around thinking that the that caskets are free, um, but uh, they're not. And they're not cheap. And they're not cheap. Nope. That's right. That's right. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. By the way, don't forget about the Warrior Millennium Fundraiser that's going on right now. They're trying to actually raise $2 million to provide one full year of laboratory evaluations and treatment for more than 400 veterans with TBI who are in desperate need of some other form of medical assessment and treatment. For more information, go to warriorangelsfoundation.org. You're listening to the American Heroes Network 
Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Major Zachary Kenny, the Family Service uh, Counselor at Fort Lincoln Cemetery. And, Bill, you had a question uh, when we were on break. Yes, Gary, and as Major Kenny was uh, completing the first segment, uh, he got us through the myth portion, and I think we're sort of moving in now into the reality, and uh, my, my, my facts and information and even involvement tells me what I recall is that when a, when a death takes place, whether it's the federal, uh, uh, state, uh, uh, area of jurisdiction, uh, with the the burial is basically an interment uh, plot in one of these different locations. Is that the way you understand? Where do we go from there? Because everything else prior to that is that business end of embalmment, the casket, and those kinds of things, and then the final resting place. Yeah, absolutely. What what it really boils down to when you really look at the veteran benefits um, in the in the burial department is um, you know the ability of of the veteran um, if he or she qualifies uh, to be buried in in the state or or national cemetery um, for veterans, and it's it really boils down to having an internment plot um, on demand. In other words, uh, let's say. Uh, Sergeant Jones uh, uh, served honorably and was discharged honorably from from the U.S. Army. He served in Vietnam, was wounded in combat, and he you know lives a nice, healthy life and dies around 72. And he wants to be buried in the in the uh, veteran um, memorial cemetery at, in the state that he's living in, not a national one, but in a state one. Um, 
Well, he's going to have to take care of all the the stuff leading up to the burial, um, the casket, the uh, funeral costs, and all those good things. Um, but he can be buried in the cemetery and not have to pay for that. See, what a lot of people understand in the funeral and the cemetery business is, you know, when a person dies, the the first hurdle you have to get over is the expense involved with picking up and embalming the body and putting them in a coffin. And the memorial ceremony and, and the things connected with the funeral business. And the same thing for cremation. Um, the funeral homes handle the, that side of the business. But once you've taken care of, okay, picking up the body, embalming it or cremating it, and getting it ready for uh, inurnment or internment in a cemetery, the next step is, okay, where are you going to intern the body or inurn it? If we're dealing with cremated remains, they have to go into uh, an inurnment. Um, if you're dealing with um, casketed remains, we're talking about internment. So where, where are you going to bury them? There are a lot of cemeteries around. If you go to a private cemetery, the GI is going to have to pay for that. His family's got to pay for that burial spot. But if you're, you're buried in a, a national or state veteran cemetery, there's a plot there for the GI in, in many cases. Um, again, that's a decision that has to be made by the Department of Veteran Affairs. Uh, I'm not going to say that every veteran out there is entitled to an, an internment plot or an internment plot for cremated remains. That's a decision that the family's going to have to make where they want to apply for it, and then they have to apply to the Department of Veteran Affairs, uh, and they have to make a decision whether or not that vet is, is entitled to be buried there. Like I know, for example, the, the veterans in D.C. cannot be buried in... Um, let's say a state cemetery in Maryland or in Virginia because they're not taxpayers or residents of those states. And there is no state or national um, veteran memorial cemetery in the District of Columbia. There's been some kind of arrangement, I understand, with the Department of Veteran Affairs to allow D.C. veterans to be buried at Quantico, which is pretty far away um, from D.C., but it's the only place that a D.C. vet can go since there's no veteran cemetery in the District of Columbia. Um, that, so. that is correct, uh, Major, Major Kenny, and, and I think while we're talking about at, uh, the end result and, and how important it is, uh, there's such a thing that a lot of the uh, uh, cemeteries around the country, and we're talking about the veteran cemeteries, deal in what is called a prearrangement so you can do things in advance because all of what you uh, are talking about is moving real fast. There's a short time to do a lot of things. For an example, even in those state uh, 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 veteran cemeteries. It's my understanding that you know the 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 veteran, the serving veteran, and the spouse in most cases, and in some cases where there's a dependent child who is underage may also be a ter- in turn. But there's a restriction that the way that the first person goes, whether it be uh, by way of cremation or ground in ground burial, then all of the other interments have to be because we're talking about one plot, not a plot for cremation, not a plot for uh, in-ground burial. Correct. That's my understanding. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, what's this presidential memorial certificate? The presidential memorial certificate is a certificate that was started in March of 1962 by then-President John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Basically, a family can request of the sitting president a certificate or letter from the president of the United States 
who's the commander-in-chief, um, that can be read at the veteran's funeral. Um, it's something that a lot of vets don't know about, and, and it goes um, un, uh, unutilized, um, uh, but it's a benefit that the veteran is entitled to um, and that his family has to request. At that time, or can it be it's set up before? Um, my understanding is that it has to be requested uh, um, at the time of death. Um, uh, in a situation where, let's say, the, the, the veteran has been told by a doctor that he has, what, a month or two or three to live, and he has a terminal condition, and um, my understanding is the, the family could probably get it with, with that, that type of uh, a diagnosis made about the vet. But right. normally it's after the vet has passed away. That's, that's, you know, there's a lot here that are, that was a myth, uh, and I'm glad that we have uh, something like this on the air to just to notify our veterans about how can they go about getting this benefits, what they can set up beforehand and what they can't. Okay. So as far, are you in Florida? Is, is your organization also in Florida? We're in all of the 50 states uh, around okay. the U.S. Uh, we have over 2,100 uh, licensed uh, funeral and cemetery providers in North America and, and an equal number of cemeteries and funeral homes in the United States. Mm. All right. Gary, that's a very large operation. Yes, it is. And and, and, and it appears to me, uh, Major Kenny, that there is also uh, – uh, some some positive ways with uh, a dignity mo- memorial to sort of uh, you know uh, work in concert with the uh, cemeteries and memorials uh, uh, the uh, section of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs because you know we, we, it, today we've got 22.5 million veterans that are still alive. Of uh, 63% of those individuals are Vietnam veterans, just to mention, and of course our, our World War II population continues to shrink. And in every way, whatever way, these individuals who serve this uh, country with dignity should also be able to put a, be put away at the final moment in dignity, also. I know that uh, Dignity Memorial serves more veterans than any other funeral service providers in North America. And we have uh, uh, arrangements with the American Legion in many of the states and with the Veteran of Foreign Wars nationally, the national organization, to provide discounts and and certain um, limited kind of uh, benefits to veterans in those organizations. Um, so, and veterans have been coming to us uh, and working with uh, Dignity Memorial in the cemetery closest to their home, owned and operated by Dignity Memorial, and uh, we have been working closely with vets. In fact, we have a homeless vet burial program, um, which is a national program of um, Dignity Memorial. Um, more information about it can be found on our webpage, um, www.dignitymemorial.com. Or the vet can call 1-800-DIGNITY, which is 1-800-344-6489 to find the closest cemetery or funeral home owned and operated by Dignity Memorial to their home. And they can contact them, and one of our trained and licensed uh, providers will be more than happy to sit down with them, as they do normally every day anyway, with a veteran, to explain to them what their benefits are and 
what discounts, if any, are available to the veteran and his family. Yeah, and, and, and this is a very busy, busy area here. You've, if you've just mentioned, in the District of Columbia, there are no uh, 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 funded uh, veterans cemeteries. Well, right next to you in Maryland, there are five state veterans uh, uh, cemeteries across the state of Maryland, and and at least two of those uh, uh, locations are extremely busy. I'm talking about uh, somewhere in the range of six to eight internments per day. You almost, uh, in a lot of cases, you are placed on a, on a waiting list. So a lot is going on there in these uh, uh, funded cemeteries at the state level and also funded by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, what you find is these veteran uh, memorial cemeteries, both national and state, they serve a, a pretty huge population. Um, a lot of veterans uh, can't afford or don't want to go and get buried in any other cemetery. They want to be buried in a veteran cemetery because of the cost and also the symbolism. Um, and what you find is uh, yeah, a, a healthy uh, veteran population out there and one that's growing older and, um, you know, like those World War II vets um, uh, are dying off uh, somewhere like 200 a day, somewhere in that neighborhood I heard. And then you have the other wars where you have vets who are dying off. It's it's a robust business. And if you're going to those those cemeteries, uh, there's going to be a, a turnaround time, a wait time, because you have to wait until there's a space available and that they have the time to go in and take care of the service um, to intern your loved one who's a vet in that cemetery. So, And that's one of the problems that you run into when you're dealing with a limited number of cemeteries uh, in a particular state or region. Whereas you don't have that similar problem with a Dignity Memorial Cemetery because there are close to 2,300 of of them around the country. And, you know, you don't have to wait for one. Uh, Like in this area, for example, there's about five uh, here in Maryland, right next to the D.C. line. And then there are uh, several in D.C. And then there are some in Virginia right there close to the D.C. line, you know, that you can choose from. Um, And a lot of vets get buried at my cemetery where I'm at, Fort Lincoln or at Harmony. Um, they're coming to your left, right, and center. Yeah. Well, you know, Major Kenny, I see this situation is like in in, in life. The concerns that we have with the VA in getting health care and where, based on where we live, where there's challenges to get to that service, uh, and the same thing as we're talking about uh, internments. I, you know, the thought or, uh, came in the mind of maybe a fee-for-service basis, like we're talking about a veteran, uh, Gary, under the CHOICE program. If you can't get it at the VA hospital through the CHOICE program, if you can't get interred, you know, based on whatever it is uh, in your, your state or the District of Columbia, uh, a thought such as that. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, that 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 does sound great. That 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 would be something that the the local and the state governments would have to um, uh, go out on and uh, <clears throat> reach out to us, and we're we're willing to, to meet and reach out to any uh, government organization to deal with this area. Um, we're we're trying to do community outreach as as it is uh, to try to get uh, some of these organizations, these governments, to come online with us so we can help them with with an obvious issue that that, that concerns them. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a break. 
According to Veterans Administration statistics, 22 plus veterans a day are committing suicide. The Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel is a new channel whose time has come. The Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel is America's first national broadcast channel specifically designed for veterans and their family members, providing information and referral services, as well as programming that promotes good health, well-being, and entertainment for veterans suffering from PTSD, anxiety, and depression. Visit the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel and donate today uh, and, and save a life. Go to www.vspchannel.com to learn more. Be sure to check out their fundraiser events that are going on. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Major Zachary Kenny. And he's a family uh, service uh, counselor at the Fort Lincoln Cemetery. And uh, I'm sure they can look you up uh, on, the, on that website, right? Yeah, they can find me. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Now, Major, what are some of the other benefits uh, besides the burial and cremation? Um, there's also the uh, request for the uh, American flag for burial uh, or for uh, an urn. Uh, veteran families oftentimes uh, miss this opportunity to get a flag uh, that is free and and costs nothing. Um, all the, the veteran have to do is is proved that he was honorably discharged uh, from one of the service, four service branches uh, and, uh, and apply for or request the, the flag. Um, and the flag is given for both burials and for cremations to accompany the urn um, or the casket that remains of the veteran at, at his uh, funeral, whether it's at a veteran memorial cemetery, state veteran cemetery, or at a private cemetery, it doesn't matter. Um, 
Uh, additionally, the veteran can claim for a government medallion for placement, especially in a private cemetery. Um, there is a, a medallion that's available to the veteran that uh, uh, that's there and oftentimes is not claimed. Um, the veteran can ask for a headstone and a marker, a standard government headstone and marker, um, regardless of whether or not they're, they're buried in a national cemetery or in a in a state cemetery or private cemetery. These are these are things that the vet can can apply for. Uh, and can oftentimes get, even if he doesn't get the other things, you know, the, the burial, the casket, and the cremation um, under the Veteran uh, Benefits Burial Program. Uh, additionally, the the veteran can, we just said a moment ago, he can ask for the uh, presidential certificate um, by applying to uh, the White House, um, or they can apply to their congressperson um, to get that particular item uh, in, in enough time for uh, the burial. Um, so the president can write to the veterans' family, um, you know, commending the honor of the of the troop for his service to his country. Um, and last but not least, uh, there's also the, um, I mentioned a moment ago, the, the Homeless Veterans Burial Program where uh, Dignity Memorial um, reaches out to incident uh, veterans to try to help them with their their burial costs, um, so that they can um, receive the honors that they they've earned um, because of the service that they render our great nation. Um, this program has provided burial service for more than fifteen hundred homeless veterans, and and there's more information, like I said, on our webpage that I just mentioned earlier, which I'll mention again is um, www dignitymemorial.com and you can also call once again the 1-800-DIGNITY number um, to, to get further information uh, regarding some of these um, benefits that are out there and oftentimes not claimed and oftentimes not connected to whether or not the, the veteran can get a free coffin or not or have his um, burial or cremation handled by the government by the Veteran Affairs Administration. Okay. And how does the family obtain replacement medals, awards, uh, decorations uh, for the deceased veteran? Is this something that's important, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, first of all, what, he, what the vet can do is um, write uh, to get uh, a copy of his military records to prove you know, what, what those medals and those decorations were. He would need to fill out a standard form 180 um, and submit that to the uh, military records um, center in St. Louis, um, Missouri, um, to try to get his military records um, so that uh, it can be determined legally what medals he was entitled to. Uh, because he would, his family would not probably know what medals he's entitled to. And um, even if the vet himself was asking for it, you know, the official um, record of, of where those records are or those medals are available that he earned are, are at his records uh, uh, are within his records at the military uh, record center. Again, that's the standard form 180. And he can, uh, on that same form, um, and on the Air Force form, I mean the um, VA form, 40-1330M, 40-1330M, request, uh, you know, the government claim for, um, you know, medallion for placement in a private cemetery that we just talked about a moment ago. 
All right. Why wouldn't a vet want to be buried in a um, Veterans National Cemetery? Uh, there are a couple reasons why. One, um, oftentimes uh, um, being buried in a Veterans uh, Memorial Cemetery, be it state or national, um, requires some period of waiting. Uh, and you can't pre-plan to be buried in one of those cemeteries. Um, it's space available on demand when the vet dies. Um, and secondly, and not often, and depending on you know the circumstances, can the vet be buried there with uh, with anyone other than maybe his wife? Um, so if he wants to be buried with his family, have a family plot or something, which a lot of people like that, I'm finding in the cemetery business, um, that generally is not possible within a in a veteran national or a state uh, memorial cemetery. Uh, but if you go to a private cemetery, uh, you can get a, a family estate or you can pre-plan, uh, you know, way, way out for your, your final resting place. And the cemetery business will accommodate you in that area. Uh, we will set it up where you can be buried with your family uh, in the same plot, um, buried on top of one another, you and your spouse or whatever, um, those options are available at a private cemetery and they may not be at a, a veteran memorial cemetery. Additionally, um, like when my father died, uh, he was a World War II veteran, a war hero from the World War II era. He fought in the Asiatic Pacific. Um, he died back in 2000 in May uh, and he was buried in Alton Cemetery. We had to wait until almost the end of July uh, in order to get a, get his burial at Arlington. Um, so it's May, June, July, basically three months. Uh, we had to wait in order to bury my father. And the way it's going to go, only my mother will be able to be buried there with him. He can't be buried with the rest of the members of my family. We can't go there and be buried with him. Um, that a lot of times um, impacts the, the veteran. He may say, well, I'd love to be buried in a, in a veteran's memorial cemetery, but I want to be with my family. Major Kenny, that, that brings up another point. When those wait times come up like that uh, for a, a date scheduled in the future for interment, mm-hmm. what happens to the remains? I mean, uh, in, 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 in the, the funeral home's <laughs> responsibility, and if there are costs involved uh, and associated with that? I don't... Um, uh, in the case of my father, I know that his remains were kept by the funeral home. Um, and, uh, I think, um, I think we did pay a part of the cost of, you know, uh, you know, waiting, you know, them holding on to his remains until first time we could be buried at Arlington. Um, so we bore that cost. The family did. Yeah. You also mentioned, uh, 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 Dignity's, uh, program with uh, homeless veterans. Uh, is there any inclusion in that program for indigent deaths? Um, you mean they have homes but they're, they're poor? Is that? Uh, well, just can't afford, you know, the, 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 the cost, uh, 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 say, uh, uh, dignity, uh, maybe working with that as as opposed to what they used to call back in the day a a, a potter's field interment. Um, no, um, my understanding is it's for the homeless okay. uh, veteran, um, and and my understanding is the the way it, the way it works is, um, let's say they find a 
homeless vet deceased on the street somewhere in a in a shelter, and no family member comes forward and claims his remains. Then um, um, he's both homeless and indigent, as opposed to just being indigent. Okay. Uh, and and the the Dignity Memorial has gone forward and helped with the burial costs of individuals like that. All right. Now, how important is it is it to uh, pre-plan? It is it is vitally important. One of the things that we do here daily at the cemetery, and it's it's done at all of our Dignity Memorial cemeteries around the country, is. We're impressing upon people the importance of pre-planning. Um, and we even provide what is known as a pre-planning guide to help people um, dealing with the inevitable. Uh, we'll think about it for a moment. We have car insurance. We have health insurance. Uh, we send our kids to college so that they can get trained, so they can get a good job. And yet we do no planning for the inevitable, uh, for, for death. Um, and when you pre-plan, you can choose where you want to be buried. You can set up the situation in terms of what you want, how much money you want to spend. You can control all of that if you pre-plan. We also have a, uh, a finance plan where you can string out the payments for buying your property, your funeral property and your other materials like a headstone, um, the opening and closing costs, uh, all of that stuff that's associated with um, a person's uh, final arrangements. There are 125 questions that, that are triggered into existence when a person dies. And if you don't pre-plan, then on the worst day of your loved one's life, they have to decide for you what you want and to take care of your remains. At a time when they don't want to do it, at a time when they, they are so broke up by grief that they're not going to be able to think straight. But if all that is taken care of before that day, money is saved, um, feelings are, are uh, a little bit uh, less damaged because we know what uh, what our loved one wants because they pre-planned for it. Like, wow. you know, do you want to be cremated? Um, do you want to be buried? Do you want to be in a mausoleum? Do you want to be in a ground burial? Uh, what kind of music do you want at your funeral? Do you want a funeral? Do you want a church funeral? Who do you want to come to it? All those questions come up, and if we have not pre-planned for it, it can be a mess. It really can. And and that's what we're trying to avoid uh, people going into. And it's much more expensive if you go that route, the at need route. You know, the date that somebody dies, then you come in because uh, you're planning now on the spot, and you have about three days to do what it takes about a couple of weeks to do in preparing for someone's death. And Major Major Kenny, you know, some other uh, uh, distasteful things can also come up uh, in the funeral homes. And I'm sure your organization has experienced this. They say you have a veteran, be it a male or female, who were uh, uh, who were, uh, were married, and, and 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 during the course of their life, a separation comes up. Mm-hmm. There is no divorce, but then either one of the uh, those individuals who was a serving spouse in in the military lives with someone else, and then who takes charge. I think right. I know what the legal answer to that is, yeah. but that can be a very terrible situation. Absolutely. It? Mm-hmm. It, it, you're right on the money, uh, uh, Colonel Forbes. Uh, uh, one of the, the benefits of pre-planning is to avoid that. I mean, uh, we have seen uh, in situations where people have not pre-planned, where it's split families in half. Um, you know, people fighting over, no, Dad didn't want that. Um, yes, he did. No, he didn't. You're a liar. I mean, people actually <laughs> fighting in the funeral home, uh, throwing blows, um, and not speaking to each other because 
um, that is something that wasn't taken care of or preplanned, and and now the family is is ripped apart over you know trying to figure out what what the loved one who died, or in this case the veteran who died, wanted or didn't want. Um, and and we're trying to avoid that. Um, in in my family, um, my father wanted to be buried at Arlington Cemetery, and. Um, he didn't put it in writing anyway. He didn't pre-plan it. He just told me and my oldest brother, who are the only two members of the family who served in the military, I want to be buried at Arlington. That's all I care about. And so when the other family members, you know, after my dad died, um, you know, were thinking, okay, where well, we're going to put him. Let's put him in a, a you know, cemetery where a lot of our family members have been buried. You know, me and my brother said, no, he wants to be buried in Arlington. They said, no, no, that can't be right. We can't go there with him. Uh, we were close to him. Like, Why would he want to be there and, and we not be there with him? And, and there was a few, just there was some hard feelings in my family because my dad did not pre-plan that. He just told me and my brother. But that's not pre-planning. Yes. You know, a little while ago, a couple minutes ago, you mentioned opening costs and closing costs. Um, I, but believe me, this is the last real estate you'll be buying. <laughs> this is your final resting place. That's right. That's right. This is your eternal resting place. You know, no, we're right. yeah, yes. I'm, I'm in the, uh, the real estate business, the film uh, real estate. Bill. That's what they told me when I was applying for this job. So we're, in the, we're in the real estate business. We sell prime property. Everybody buys it. I said, what? Okay. And this is a cemetery property. I said, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Do you own a business? Would you be interested in saving money on your merchant account? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. They are national. Give Josh a call right now. That's Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services. Call 407-401-0772. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. And we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Major Zachary Kenny, the Family Service uh, Counselor for Fort Lincoln Cemetery. And, uh, Bill, you had a question? Well, Gary, yes, and I was trying to find a real soft way to present this. You know, uh, I mentioned uh, uh, what would be Major Kenny's final thoughts, and I said, gee, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> and I said, well, maybe what is his closing clo- uh, thoughts about this? So it, it all equals the same. It, it, it's, it, it's your ball game, <laughs> Major Kenny, what you'd like to say as we cl- conclude. Uh, first of all, I want to thank the American Heroes Network for allowing me to get this information out to the veteran community and their families. This is a very, very important area that often gets neglected, not only by the veteran, but by his family and, and people in general. Uh, we pre-plan for everything in life, but for some strange reason, we don't want to talk about or pre-plan for the final, or inevitable. This is an area that is very, very important, and I can't stress enough to the veterans and their families to reach out and, and deal with this area, you know, before it's too late. And and the way to do that is to go to our webpage, um, you know, our website. Go and go to your closest Dignity Memorial um, provider, closest to your home. There are 2,300 around the U.S. and talk with them and, and ask them for the Veterans Planning Guide, the Dignity Memorial Veterans Planning Guide. It lays out everything a vet needs to know in his family about any veteran benefits he might have, as well as any benefits and discounts that we offer the vet and his family as well. And as a final closing um, point, for the um, non-veteran, you should be thinking about pre-planning, and we have a pre-planning guide that we give out at our um, uh, locations, and uh, that should be something that everybody should be thinking about uh, as they navigate through this short life and we don't know when that life is going to end. Thank you very much. Well, Kenny, Major, what about, uh, uh, is the planning guide right online, or is it something that we have to request? It's something that you'll have to request. Um, you can't get it offline. You'll have to see one of our, our providers, um, the cemetery providers at a Dignity Memorial Cemetery, because um, it's, it's, a, it's a booklet that, that's uh, worth about uh, anywhere from 25 to $40. And we give it as part of a presentation to, you know, try to encourage people to pre-plan. And we, we provide it in exchange for having an opportunity to sit down with a family to discuss a subject that people don't want to talk about. It's a way to get people to talk about this subject and to do something about it. And that's pre-planning for their final. Right, exactly. So I think what are the most uh, important the first two steps someone should take uh, in order to get this thing rolling and protect their family? Uh, to protect their families, the first thing they should do is they should go to the closest Dignity Memorial um, Cemetery um, or funeral home to their home, um, contact that number, and a provider will assist them in um, walking through the steps and, and identifying areas they need to deal with and the costs involved. And and various plans to help deal with that. Because, like I said earlier, we do have a finance plan where we can finance uh, your uh, burial property and, and your closing and opening, uh, your, your headstone and all the things associated with on the cemetery side. Um, uh, 
your, your final arrangements. But you have to sit down with one of our counselors and, and talk about it and, then, and, and reach some kind of a, a agreement to where you go on the payment plan. And we do not look at your, your credit score. That's irrelevant. We, uh, we work closely with the family and, and, and give whatever benefits we can to help families out who come to us in the pre-planning phase. Because at the at need, if someone dies, it's too late to talk about planning. Uh, you only have about a three-day window to take you to final arrangements, the obituary, the property, everything. So everything will be due, and there's no room to to, to navigate or negotiate. So, All right. Now, we only have a couple minutes left, uh, and Major, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. All right. Thank you for having me out. Um, and uh, any opportunity to provide information to the veteran and his family is an opportunity that I'll go after uh, with all the fiber in my body. And why don't you give us that address, one more website address. Uh, our webpage is www.dignitymemorial.com. And it's D-I-G-N-I-T-Y, dignitymemorial.com. And our phone number is 1-800-DIGNITY, which is one 800 Three four four six four eight nine. All right, Bill. Well, I want to thank uh, Major Kenny uh, to being with us today uh, again and filling a, a very special and needed void within the veteran community uh, with reference to uh, memorials. Uh, it, it, I think it's uh, it's a, a worthy. Uh, a bit of information to know about. Major Kenny, you continue to serve and serve well to our veterans. Thank you for your service, and we look forward to having you again as a guest on our program. Yes, thank you, thank sir. Thank you very much. All right. If you missed if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand, twenty four seven on our website, and you can hear all the archive shows right from your phone. And remember. We spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, and thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are